This is the Read, Write, and Create podcast, the podcast where you get a bite-sized session of creative writing coaching from me, Lori L. Tharps. I'm an award-winning author of both fiction and nonfiction, a journalist, and a former college professor. I've spent more than 20 years writing, teaching, and coaching creative writers, and I created this podcast because I want to help as many BIPOC writers as possible get their stories out of their heads and into the world. Are you ready? Let's go. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm giving you a quick pep talk about the perfect age to become a literary star. Do you know when that age is? There isn't one. And the fact of the matter is, we never know when we're going to get that first book deal or the book deal that makes us literary famous. Age is completely irrelevant in the writing game, which should be a freeing thought for you. But to prove this point, I'm going back to the ancestors and I'm going to tell you about the literary life and times of Miss Dorothy West, who officially became literary famous when she was 88 years old. So stay tuned for another inspirational story and pep talk that I promise will leave you lit. Hello, writers and wordsmiths. How you doing? I hope all of your writing projects are flowing smoothly and you're feeling positive and productive these days. Personally, I just handed in the manuscript I've been working on for the last few months, and I'm happy to say that that book will be out in the world in September of 2023. The book is called I Wasn't Supposed to Be Here, and it is a book that I was hired to be the collaborator on. Perhaps on another episode of the podcast, I will talk a little bit more about being a ghostwriter or collaborator. But for today, I want to leave you with some inspirational words and advice about not getting caught up in how old you are when you start writing or when you're going to hit your big break, being too old. None of that. I want to talk about this because I was actually listening recently to an interview with the author Laura Worrell. Laura wrote the new novel, Sweet, Soft, Plenty Rhythm. Now, I haven't read the book yet, but I've heard so much high praise about the book that it's very much at the top of my to-be-read list. But what struck me about the interview with Laura was that she said that she knew she wanted to be a writer for her whole life, but it took her over 25 years to get to the place where she actually sold her first novel. So, 25 years, Laura's writing. She's written several manuscripts that she could not get sold. And she was in her early 50s when she sold Sweet, Soft, Plenty Rhythm. And she's really happy and she's enjoying the moment because, like I said, the book has been getting so much high praise. It's on the best of list. It's shortlisted for prizes already. So it was like, wow, in her early 50s, she's hitting her stride. Now, that actually then made me think about the author Jocelyn Johnson, who wrote the book My Monticello, which came out in 2021 and had a similar debut with a lot of fanfare, a lot of prizes, a lot of critical admiration. But My Monticello was published when Jocelyn Johnson was also 50 years old. Now, personally, I don't think 50 is that old. We're only at the halfway point of our lives. But that's why I wanted to share this pep talk, because people are always thinking that they need to hit their literary debut when they're under 30. They want to be on those under 30 lists or those under 40 lists even. Somehow we equate this idea with, you know, debut with the early part of our lives. Like I said in the intro, age is irrelevant in the writing game. You can start writing 
at any age. You can keep writing at any age. And that's why I wanted to talk about Dorothy West today, because she didn't get her big breakout book until she was 85 years old. So I want to tell you about her life to help cement this idea that it's never too late and you're never too old to write. So Dorothy West was born in 1907 in Boston. And from a very young age, she knew she wanted to be a writer. I think I read that she was two when she knew she wanted to be a writer. Anyway, she wrote her first short story at age seven. She had her first short story published at age 14. And by the time she was 19, she tied for first place in a major short story competition. And she tied with none other than Zora Neale Hurston. Dorothy West studied writing in college, and she attended Columbia University's Graduate School of Journalism. She was serious about her craft. And of course, being serious about her craft this time in the world, she took herself to Harlem to be a part of the Harlem Renaissance. She was hanging out with the Harlem literati at the time, people like Langston Hughes, Zora Neale Hurston, County Cullen. Yep, she was hanging out with all of them, writing Doing the thing, Langston Hughes gave Dorothy West the nickname The Kid because she was the youngest of their group. And she's, you know, loving her literary life at that time. But she was quick to point out that being a part of the quote-unquote literati during the Harlem Renaissance didn't pay the bills. And, you know, the Harlem Renaissance was quickly followed by the Great Depression. So West had to go to work. Anyway, she tried her hand at different jobs, including a stint working as an actress, but she was always writing her short stories. So I'm not going to go over every little thing that she did, but eventually Dorothy West settled on the island of Martha's Vineyard and worked as a journalist. In 1948, at the age of 41, Dorothy West published her first novel. That book was called The Living is Easy. The book received decent reviews, but it didn't sell very well, and it went out of print pretty quickly. So 41, all right? She's 41. She's been writing since she was seven, and her first novel comes out at age 41. And like I said, it just didn't do very well. So for the next 40 years, yes, you heard me, the next 40 years, Dorothy West worked as a journalist for the local newspaper on Martha's Vineyard. And she was always writing her short stories as well. So the key point there is that she kept writing. Now, in the early 1990s, the tides turned for Dorothy West. Some of her work was rediscovered and her short stories, some of her short stories were published in an anthology and her novel, The Living is Easy, was reissued. So people started talking about Dorothy West again. And with this new wave of attention on her work, West was encouraged by her neighbor and friend, Miss Jackie Kennedy Onassis. Yes, that Jackie Kennedy was Dorothy West's neighbor. Anyway, she was encouraging Dorothy to finish the novel that Dorothy apparently had been putting around with for years. So she did. Now, just to be clear, if you stop doing the math, Dorothy West was 85 years old when Jackie Kennedy was like, hey, girl, you should finish your novel. And she did, though. She said, all right, I'm going to finish this novel. And that novel turned out to be The Wedding. The Wedding, which many people know Dorothy West by, was published in 1995. By that point, Dorothy West was 88 years old. The Wedding was a bestseller, you guys. Publishers Weekly called it a triumph. And faster than you can say Oprah Winfrey, Dorothy West gets another book deal. This time, it's a collection of some of her short stories and essays, and that book is called The Richer, The Poorer. 
So Dorothy West is having her moment. She's 88. Publishers Weekly is calling her work a triumph. Everybody's reading her book. By 1998, Oprah Winfrey had that wedding turned into a TV miniseries starring Miss Halle Berry. So yes, Dorothy West is officially literary famous at this point. Let's revisit the timeline. First story written at age seven. First short story published at age 14. Hobnobbing in the Harlem Renaissance in her early 20s. First novel published at 41. Second novel started at age 85. Becomes literary famous at age 88. Dorothy West died in 1998. She was 91 years old. Her literary legacy includes her three books, her countless short stories and newspaper articles, the two literary magazines she founded and edited, and her words of wisdom for other writers. The work stands on its merit. Her legacy is cemented. It doesn't matter. Nobody's talking about the age in which she wrote her stuff. You understand what I'm saying? It's the work. It's her words that matter. The work that Dorothy West never stopped writing. She was literally writing for her entire life. The age doesn't matter. Now, what's the takeaway for you from Dorothy West's story? First and foremost, I want you to remember that it's never too late to write your breakout book. You don't know when it's coming. You could have a 40-year span in between your first and second book like Dorothy West. Or you could be very successful as a young writer and it could take you much later before the writing that is really successful happens for you. You don't know when it's coming, but it can't happen if you're not writing. Dorothy West knew that writers write, so she just never stopped writing. She found a way to keep writing for newspapers. She continued to write her short stories. So when she finally did decide to write that novel when she was 85 years old, she wasn't rusty and she produced a triumph. The other thing to remember is that Dorothy West never told herself that she was too old. And she also didn't deviate from what she wanted to write about. She didn't chase trends. She wrote what Dorothy West wanted to write about. Now, Dorothy West was known for writing about the Black middle and upper class. During the Harlem Renaissance, that's what she wrote about, even when other people weren't writing about that. But she stuck to her guns and she wrote her truth. And The Wedding as well is about an upper class Black family and a wedding that happens over a weekend. So she wasn't chasing trends. She stayed true to her own interest. And she just never bought into belief that she was too old to write. So why should you? You're never too old. It's never too late. And you never know which book is going to be your breakout book. So keep writing what moves you. Write what you love. Write what you care about. Just write. And this is not just for people who are already assured they are writers. Maybe you never picked up the pen and you're now 50. It's not too late for you either. Age is irrelevant. In fact, the older you are, the more you have to say, the more life you have lived, the more people, places, and things you've observed. Age is irrelevant in the writing game. So don't ever tell yourself that you're too old to get started or to finish. Instead, think about Dorothy West at age 85, sitting down to compose the wedding. Get inspired by her drive and determination 
and tell yourself, if Dorothy West could write at 85, then I can do this. Okay? Class dismissed. Go write. hope this coaching session left you inspired and motivated to write. I hope you feel a deeper connection and commitment to your literary projects and practice. I hope you always remember that it's never too late to write. Okay, people, I have some updates for what's happening in the Read, Write, and Create community. I am hosting a one-day intensive workshop on Sunday, May 7th, on how to write a nonfiction book proposal. It's open to any and all writers working on a nonfiction book, including memoir. If you want to sell a nonfiction book to a mainstream publisher, you have to write a proposal first. You need the proposal to get an agent, and that same proposal is going to be needed to get the book deal. So if you're ready to start pitching agents with your nonfiction book, including memoirs, you should register for my workshop because you'll leave the workshop with a template and a working outline for your very own book proposal. I'll leave a link in the show notes to register. Now, if you haven't already, you should definitely sign up for the Read, Write, and Create newsletter so you'll be the first to know all about all of my upcoming workshops, classes, and other writing opportunities that I share, including writing contests, retreats, calls for work from presses all over the world. You don't want to miss these opportunities that I share. So I'll leave a link to sign up for the newsletter in the show notes as well. Finally, if you know any BIPOC writers who might need a creative pep talk, please share this show with them. You can share it online. You can share it in real life. You can put it on the bulletin board at your office. I'm really fine with how you do it. I'm just asking you to share so that the people who need this show can find the show. Thank you. The Read, Write, and Create podcast is produced by me, Lori L. Tharps. Our editor is Brad Linder, and our theme music is by Wattaboy. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss a single inspiring episode of the show. And if you're looking for more creative writing inspiration, writing prompts, and useful resources for your literary life be sure to check out all of the amazing content on the Read, Write, and Create website. And that's at readwriteandcreate.com. Just as an example of the type of resources you'll find, I recently posted an amazing list of upcoming BIPOC writers festivals. You can plan your summer vacation based on what lit literary festivals you want to attend with this list. You can find it on the Read, Write, and Create blog, and I'll leave a link in the show notes. All right. That's it. I'll be back in two weeks on Monday. Until then, keep writing.